0: Hello, world, and welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. I am your co-host, Jenny Scott, ISSA product developer and master trainer. And with me, I have Dan, the Mandarin. How's it going, Dan?
1: Well, it's great. We're going to be talking about butts today. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I, I, I I am tuned in five by five i want to hear more about that oh my
0: gosh you make it sound so interesting <laughs> we're talking about every time somebody says butt. though i'm not gonna lie i love children's movies i'm that person that goes to children's movies without a child and it reminds me of finding nemo when he goes oh you touched the butt <laughs> <What do laughs> need- oh, oh yeah oh yeah oh, with the evolution
1: love- of of uh you know TB and whatever you want to call it, society in general. I don't feel bad saying that word anymore. So we're going to talk about butts today.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's a major body part and it's an important body part. Um, We have some really interesting guests with us. We actually have a power couple here with us today. Um, They actually have a training business centered around the booty, the butt butt, if you will. It's so nice. You got to say it (laughs) twice. Ah, ah, ah. Got what I said there? Ah. (laughs) She had one up me. I'm looking for the triple.
1: I was I'm, waiting I'm to use for that the one. opportunity.
0: <laughs> 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 but we have with us Ian Simon and Brittany Lee um, of InstaBooty. Welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, you to be here. Absolutely. So tell us about yourselves. How did you guys get into fitness, and how did you get to where you are now?
2: Um, well, my journey to fitness was kind of a long one. Um, I actually started my uh, career playing professional football. Um, nice. I had a short little stint with the New York Giants. Then I played four years of arena football. Um, I moved out to Arizona around 2013, and I was always training out here, Uh, and during that time, I always um, either shadowed some of my coaches, shadowed some of my trainers, and I always just worked with people on the side just to make some extra cash, and I didn't take my fitness career probably very seriously up until like 2017. Um, I was training a lot of athletes, and if you've ever trained athletes before, they're there for... Couple months and then they're gone. Yeah. So out of necessity, I had to create something that could, you know, keep my business afloat while athletes weren't around. So um, at this time, you know, the the Booty God uh, Brett Contreras, you know, was coming <laughs> onto the scene and stuff. And at the time, he was living in Arizona, so I was really just, you know, watching him, observing him, and tr- like just watching this trend happen on social media. And then I really started to educate myself. And um, at the time, I was like, you know what? Let me start. A booty bootcamp. I only know of maybe a handful of them. So let me get, you know, give a try at it. Um, and it wasn't until around 2018 where I came up with the name, the Instabooty for uh, my bootcamp. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to figure out a name, you know, for this business Instant Booty.
0: Nice. It worked.
2: So, um, you know, we prided ourselves on, you know, just getting results fast. Um, we started with the eight week challenge. We grew from 10 clients by month one. Right now we have 80 to 100 active members at any given That's time. awesome, nice. and it's, it's been a journey, it's been a long journey, but um, we're, we're doing uh, great things right now. Um, we're really active in the um, Scottsdale and Phoenix area. Um, we do a lot of charity work, we do a lot of events and stuff. Um, and I think the biggest thing that, you know, that we pride ourselves on is being a real community. Um, but that's how I got involved with uh, fitness and how the Insta Booty was born. Britt has an interesting.
3: I played football too.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so my journey is slightly different. I've always been into fitness. I've always been the friend that if we're going to the gym. If we're doing something, I'm like, I'll write our workouts. I'll coach us. I'll do this. So it's always been something I've enjoyed and that I've done for years really like he found a notebook the other day he's like wow these workouts are really good I was like oh also when I was like 19 20 just going to EOS just doing random stuff so I've loved it loved it loved it but I've always been in the banking industry uh since I was like 19 I've always been in corporate America It's just it's what I was what I grew up to know so I was like okay I'm gonna stick with this I'm gonna do that I met him and then I was submerged into this instability culture and then I was spending all my time in the mornings from like 5 a.m. to like 9 a.m. just hanging out at boot camps. You know, we recently started dating and I was spending more time there. Um, I mean, we only have been together since last January. So this has been like, everything evolved quickly.
2: Yeah, we're engaged now, so. Nice, congratulations. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: It's crazy. So um, I was doing that, spending more time and then I would come back during the day, work my job, go back in the evenings, help to, And he was finally like what do you want to do because i've heard you complain about your job and you know you spend all this time at a desk you don't get to do what you love like i know you're happy but could you be happier and the answer was yes i didn't know how to do that i've never had someone that was there to be like okay take the jump like just go So there I had an opportunity last year, we just decided that as a couple that we could handle it the transition that my time was better spent with him and coaching together so I quit my job after a leave that I had to take to go back for some family stuff I had been gone for two months and I was like you know, this is a good transition I already haven't been here two months so let's just see where this takes me I got certified why I went back and yeah with some stuff I was like you know what I'm gonna be productive with my downtime I'm gonna get certified came back and one thing led to another we're running this crazy thing and you know it was it's been crazy this is all kind of new especially last year during quarantine everything shut down and he I had just met him his business was in a nice way like it, it wasn't failing but a lot of people were leaving people were not like you know, and Understand. he was—he was at a point where he was like, you know what, I need people right now. Can you help me? And I was like, this is what I do. I, I recruit people. I'm, you know, I go get people. I promote. So we went from what thirty. We lost
2: thirty people, and she brought forty within a week.
3: Yeah. Wow.
2: So to say that I'm thankful is an understatement. It's
3: big. I mean, I come from a background of partnerships, community outreach, like all these things that come easy to me. And I'm from corporate America. I have all this background and I'm like, I might as well use it. I mean, it's just, it's always easy. I love people. I love talking to people, building connections. And one thing just led to another. And now we spend those long, hot summer days together in Arizona and we yep.
0: grow, we grow butts. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's awesome. I was personally inspired by Brett Concheris as well. Um, I have his book, The Glute Lab, and and I was a primary contributor on the ISSA glute training certification. It is such it's a so huge me. body part. Yeah, it's. A, yeah. I mean, not only is it the biggest muscle in your body, but it's an important muscle. What made you so guys want to focus on glutes?
2: Um, well, first and foremost, I have to say you did an amazing job writing that book. It
0: Thank was- you, I had help. <laughs>
2: so that that's one, two. Um, what interested me at first um i feel like you know i would say 2015 to 2017 it was kind of weird with you know training i feel like everything was just geared towards men and mm-hmm. i feel like that brett brought an element to training for women that was completely different like you know his strong lifts like he mm-hmm. had women squatting heavy deadlifting heavy and i personally at the time didn't really see that at the, at the time when, you know, throughout my entire, you know, training career, I was training women like athletes because that's all I knew. I, I, w- I was training myself to play football. I was training other athletes to play football. So I had girls literally doing football stuff and training them like professional athletes. And I just knew it's eh, not going to work. So how do I, how do I, you know, reach this demand? Because women do that. I mean, women are the biggest, um, consumers of, fitness. Yeah. And so how do you, you know, target that audience in a way that they're going to like it, they're going to progress and they're going to be become educated, stronger and all these things that, you know, we hold dear to our, you know, our, our methods and stuff. So, um, I just was like, Hey, you know, let me focus on the glue training thing. Who doesn't like a, a, a nice butt? That's right? What,
0: that's what I say. Who doesn't that? Okay, that's right. one, two. <laughs> we yeah, People we're in love. Scottsdale,
2: Arizona. If you yeah, we gotta you know, have
3: a nice butt. You have to or at least be working on it. Yeah. This
2: is, <laughs> it rains what five times a year here. Other than that, yep. you're outside barely barely wearing any clothes. It's hot. Like so you gotta you have to be in shape. And it was just a perfect storm of you know, finding this particular niche and then just meeting the demand for it, um, and honestly, like I, I even train glutes, and it's funny to me that men mm-hmm. are still. Eh, I don't want to hit thrust, and I'm like, why wouldn't you? Like, it's gonna make all your. Amen, life. brother. Uh, it's yeah, important, man. Like, He's like and contrary to popular a belief, butt. women like, like looking at men's butts. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Hello. Every, every guy <laughs> acts like, well, I don't know. I don't want a big butt. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: And you're like wow you actually have a butt he goes it's what i train how can i train something i don't have Yeah. Like, you sure do
0: yeah absolutely and there's so, tons of benefits that come along with glute training too the core okay. strength the general body strength the coordination like yes. everything I
1: mean, well and on that note uh jenny question question for you both how does it differ so i mean i i assume that you're when you're training, your training protocol is not just training your glutes. Um, it's going to be, you know, a, a workout, a total body workout of some sort. How does it differ? What makes it different?
2: Well, you're- say, so everyone, you know, when they hear the, the name of our business, they have a misconception. They think, oh, it's just glutes every day, and it, or it's only glutes. Mm-hmm. We, I, I guess, the old school term would be a bro split. So lower body one day, upper body the other, and we're unique because. No matter what, we always take Wednesday off. We we really we train hard, very hard, and so having that Wednesday off gives our clients a, a time to rest. It gives us the opportunity to um, do business outside of our boot camp and really go out to the, to the community and try to put on big boot camp events and all this stuff. And then we'll follow that up by legs and um, upper body again. Well, we call it full body full body Friday. So um do we pride ourselves on trading glutes yes but it's not the only thing we do and um the way that we just structure the program you have your heavier compound lifts in the beginning of the week and we take down the volume and intensity later in the week because who really wants to be squatting 80 percent of their one rep max on a friday morning at 6 a.m not many people yeah it's also not even it's not even
0: smart to do How do you expect me to play golf if I do that? Uh, (laughs) I can't rotate my hips
3: like that. I don't think think a lot of people realize how much you need your glutes for. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't need glutes for a deadlift. Like, how do you think once you pick up the bar, like, you know, or your arms, I don't need to do arms uh, you're not going to get stronger in any of these lifts. If you're not continuously like your whole body building up strength. So yep. it's just like a constant reminder. Everyone like, no, we don't need to like, no whole body strength. We're, you need we're,
2: to. we're actually doing weight testing this week. One and rep max? We're doing one rep max testing. And a lot of the women that we train, there's now understanding that the reason why we did so much upper body they're able to bench press more now they're able to deadlift more and they're yep. like yeah oh it's, you have you have it the body connects. is one unit you have to train yeah. the entire thing
1: we're
3: all connected
2: and it's it not only is it one unit
1: that is the biggest muscle in the body the biggest yes. muscle. that's a clue right yeah, yeah.
2: they're they're understanding now they now they they don't fight about doing upper body days
1: and
3: uh, they, they,
2: they
1: still do. Oh, God, you
3: your body. You're going to love it. They
1: don't want to look like T-Rex, right? You can't have the lower body and nothing on top. You know, yeah. it reminds me of a guy I used to do triathlons with. He called himself T-Rex and sure enough, he had <laughs> these big muscular legs and absolutely Zippo arms oh, uh, because he didn't need them. So uh, yeah, yeah. Got to gotta, gotta have some good, well-rounded. Training. 20
2: guys are reverse, mm-hmm. Super small legs. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. It's all about symmetry. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm an MPC judge, so I judge bodybuilding shows a national level judge and a competitor and a trainer. So my I watch people all the time. My boyfriend's like, You judging that person? I'm like, Yes, I'm yes looking yes, at their yes. mad they're foot wearing turnout, sweats. They're weak calves and they're horribly unbalanced lower body.
1: <laughs> That's right. They're in sweats. Yes, it's, I'm it's judging them in degrees. my head. <laughs> There's a reason why they're in sweats and they're in a tank top. <laughs> I don't see any creases in those sweats. You gotta do some <laughs> talk. <stuff>. Right?
0: <laughs> I know. I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who does it. I see people in the gym all the time where I'm like, oh, they would look so much better if they're legs were more balanced <laughs> we're not we're observing. Yeah. We're observing. Yeah. oh no i'm judging <laughs> okay
1: it's time for another issa rapid review this one coming in from malia in tennessee who took the issa indoor cycling instructor course she says if you have a passion for cycling and desire to become a fitness instructor then this is the course for you great quality customer service great quality class make a dream your reality nice thank you malia i have a follow up question though because you said something about wednesday's being recovery mm-hmm. how do you deliver your training is this a a program that you write that people follow is it virtual is it in person how does that work
2: yeah so we actually have a lot of options i think the thing the I, I didn't do this on purpose. Um, before the lockdowns and COVID happened, I created actually a private Instagram page where I had maybe a hundred plus videos, and all you had to do was follow them in order, and you had a hundred workouts. And then on top of that, we have eBooks, we have uh, we had live streaming workouts. We worked with brands like um, Bumble and what was another uh, Rain, um, mm-hmm. all these other uh, companies, and we did live stream workouts and thank goodness we set these things in place before the lockdown happened because i mean we we could only see so many people in person and we We just had we were really well yeah we were we were blessed because our gym was outdoors too yeah we
3: stayed open at joe's the whole time when most businesses weren't okay that's why we got a surplus of people and we were able to continue and be successful during quarantine so it was one we were very blessed
2: yeah and i think that a lot of trainers and fitness professionals need to understand we live in a world now where you need to do both. You have mm-hmm. to have
3: online an on, on,
2: online or digital presence and a physical presence because you can only see so many people in the day. And then there's still, you know, the the scare of COVID and stuff, which yep. I understand. Mm-hmm. I get so you need to have to you need a way to reach those people that want to stay at home or just do their own thing. Yes. So
3: we have the at home ebooks where mm-hmm. it's like very little equipment if any. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have in-person, we have just dumbbells. We have the, like his strength and tread program, men, yeah. women. There's just so many different options. Cause yeah. again, like you said, we don't, we can't see everyone. Those 80 people out of the, how many people are around us. And so got to yeah. have options.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. What other tips would you give somebody that's looking to start their own fitness business, whether it's with their significant other or on their own?
2: um just do it yeah just yeah, jump. take just the leap just leap. T- take the leap um have clear established expectations and boundaries if mm-hmm. you're working as a couple um yeah i am known as being the bad cop and the hard hard butt of the group <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> all puns butt, intended butt,
2: i almost <laughs> I did
0: it. almost butt, almost let
2: it fly <laughs> he is more of the good cop um but i also i i love programming i that's what i i I thoroughly enjoy researching creating programs and coming up with you know just the media stuff and just the creative things Mm -hmm. she is the person and i honestly think it's the hardest job
3: i like people i bring people in i go out i pass out flyers i not so much pass out flyers because COVID, but you know leave them with our partners keep relationships with our partners and keep those ongoing things with our events and stuff. So billing,
0: which is (laughs) all the fun stuff.
3: Yeah. So it's just like, I feel like having those boundaries with each other and with your clients. And that's, I mean, that's a big thing about like Wednesdays. We have our boundaries at, well, our clients know too, from 5am to 7pm, we're all your guys's. But we turn our do not disturb on at seven o'clock. Like we're in bed, 8.39, we're back up. Oh, so yeah. if you if it's an emergency, you better figure it out. Yep. Like just you know, we'll be there, but Art. it's boundaries that you do, and you just have to stay true to them because people will push and push. Yeah. Especially us, they'll go, you know, back and forth. They'll ask him something and then they'll ask me something. And then, you know, yep. you talk about over, yeah. like little
0: kids. kids.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's funny but because they literally yeah. Call, yeah. Us mom and they dad. call us mom
3: and dad. And we're <laughs> like, you, hey. We're like 30, 31, so no if, kids. If you yeah, if
2: you are our children, you, go to bed, leave <laughs> us alone, we'll deal with it in the morning.
0: Like, right. Um, I think it's really important what she said though about boundaries, especially with the body part that you guys are focused on training um in most of your workouts. It's such a sensitive topic, like you know, you kind of have to feel it out with people and and there's boundaries you definitely have to set with clients, uh, not only in your language, but yeah. in you know, your physical touch and the way that you're cueing people.
2: Very outspoken. I let me let me just put this nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that if you're putting stuff on social media, especially if you're a male trainer, mm-hmm. you need to be very aware of your body language. You need to your be hands. very aware of your hands. Absolutely. You, if you are a male figure, and you are training a lot of women, you have a big female audience, you need to be very mindful of what you're saying and what you're doing.
3: And how you're saying it. And
2: how you're saying it. Um, I have to check myself sometimes because I know me, I am a very blunt and honest person. Sometimes that backfires, but I'll always apologize because I know that I can just say things from the cuff. So that's something that i work on women
3: are very different i'm like women are very like, different Dave, from you can't football talk to players. women like an athlete like yes and no they are our athlete but they are not a 300 pound dude that you can just run into this like, is true this is not we this don't work like this.
2: but um yeah i i personally have the policy just hands off yeah. unless i really need to put you in the position and i I'll, I'll always ask permission And you all also like i you will never see me touching a client on social media i just don't believe that sends a good message Um, i love it and honestly vice versa same thing with women yeah Yeah. i don't
3: touch our clients either i'm like a one person oh move your hips this way or that way Mm -hmm. like we just don't it's you don't need to you don't need to use your words use so many other things
1: so so i'm going to jump off the tracks because you talked about running into a 300 pound person (laughs) uh Ian, what position did you play in the nfl
2: um so i played linebacker which damn, damn near everything uh linebacker defensive end and then when i got to arena football um they actually switched me to offense so i was like a fullback running back a ah. really big fullback i was 290 pounds i am so glad i don't have to eat five thousand calories a day anymore i don't have to <laughs> be that heavy
3: to put it in perspective, he's 230 right I'm now. 200, so yeah, I'm 230 pounds right now.
1: So yeah, just to put it in perspective. I was going to guess running back, because y'all can't see this, but you got to see the pythons on this guy. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say, that's where the ball goes. It goes right inside those things. Good luck getting it just out. <laughs>
3: <things. Yeah. laughs> oh my God.
2: They, hey, I was Mr. Reliable. Uh, I was like a Swiss army knife in my career. There
0: you go. That's a good thing. Oh Versatility. <laughs>
2: Uh, good
3: stuff
0: my phone. <laughs> nice so, so do you guys fine. have a uh, two 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 prong question do you guys have your a favorite glute exercise that you're like yes this is the one that gets the job done and then the, the your least favorite in a good way but like this is the one and that's he, the he, hardest the to leg.
3: do oh I hate it and I love it yeah the leg.
2: yeah if I feel like torturing her I'll make her do like Bulgarian split squats. Oh every every God. woman you <sighs> universally those tear completely. me up split squats and I don't I don't blame them they suck even single leg
3: glute bridges like I know it's Mm -hmm. so good for you but why (laughs) (laughs) I need a new trainer (laughs) honestly I love glute bridges just like I love the hip thrust but like me I've had back issues so sometimes like the more weight you put on finally the back issues are gone hip thrusts 385 today um but no glute bridges it's those it's just a simple and effective thing you don't need a lot of weight you can use a lot of weight it's just i love it
2: i think um you know everyone expects me to say you know hip thrusts however something that i've actually i'll say 1a and 1b um i love sumo deadlifts and romanian deadlifts have become a personal favorite of mine um Not necessarily, uh, the uh, Romanian deadlift is not necessarily a glute exercise per se. Um, if you do use, um, a band, which I do recommend, recommend recommend if you have it around your hips, um, having those hamstring stretch, which a lot of people neglect, they think, oh, I'm just going to do, you know, glutes. Well, you can actually make your glutes bigger by developing your hamstrings.
0: Yep. (laughs) Right? A lot
2: of people, like they're
0: neighbors. They kind of work neighbors, together, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but, um, the sumo deadlift, um, because I also have had back issues. I, I personally, you know, I can do deadlifts. I can do hip thrust, but I, I personally feel my glutes actually fire up the most yeah. doing, um, sumo deadlifts. And nice. it's just, once you get past 30, your lower back, can't handle <laughs> we're both training. over
0: 30 we oh, get it. well over 30
2: i feel every bit of 32 and all my injuries from football so i i, I train smart but um yeah i, I know that everyone loves hip thrusts and stuff but i venture I, I i implore everyone to try different things especially yeah. single leg rdl's anything single leg for a glute movements you cannot go wrong
0: yeah, because it really isolates, absolutely. Yeah, I, I personally like the upright hip thrust, and I do love a good kettlebell swing. Okay. Kettlebell swing, so we actually, so I, I, I'll literally call it like booty cardio, and the girls yeah, already know, they're like,
2: oh my god, we're gonna
0: do like the 200 kettlebell. kettlebell swings. I did intervals with kettlebell swings today, and an air bike Oh, lit me oh, up, man. like oh, 10 reps oh, in, I was like, okay. and there it is. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: We did that while the mile intervals yeah. and then the
2: kettlebells. Yeah, we did um mile fan bike sprints and you had to do Woo. 20 kettlebell swings in between. Wait
0: a minute, you so I'm very familiar with the gym that you guys train at. I also train there as well just at the O Dark 30 hour. The air bike that Joe has in his facility, it, we call it tetanus. Me and my girlfriend call it, it tetanus. Ancient. It is so old, Dan, and it's rickety. Like it well, barely moves.
3: new one, but it has
0: recently oh. broke too. It, so yeah. I was- The black not- and red one? No, yeah. both of them, tetanus, see, all day it's, it's long. Right.
1: You know they're old <laughs> that, when, when there's rust where all the sweats dripped for the last decade. Oh,
0: we'll one of them is like gold and it's like gold. from the well, 70s. Like,
2: <laughs> this is how long I've known Joe. I, this is how long I've known Joe. I used to do interval sprints on that bike when I was 22 years old. When it was brand new. There is now, is a decade. Work. So that's how old that bike is. I remember when I actually started working back in his place, I'm like, you still have this thing? He's like, it's a collector's item. I'm like-
3: Oh, Joe. I'm like, Joe, just collect is that
2: totally bad boy gone, back to the man. dump. Yeah, it,
0: to <laughs> it's no, still, no, the it does Don't not work
2: back. and it's still sitting outside. And I'm like, Joe, just let it go, man.
0: Oh <laughs> no, the screen doesn't work. I have to use my own interval timer. Yeah, oh, that thing, chair. literally, I'm afraid I'm gonna get tetanus. The, the chair hanging falls on.
2: off. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: I think the middle part of the fan too came off. So yeah. people like turn it, it's like- <sighs>
0: Joe's trying to kill people over there.
2: <laughs> he, man, I've, I've learned. We both have learned a lot from that guy. Yes, um, and I think that's another Joe Valdez, thing that awesome that I could tell yes. you know any fitness professional have mentors, have people oh, yeah. that are better than you, have people that have already done so it. So
3: important. Yep,
2: and don't re- don't be afraid to reach out to your favorite whoever it is on social media. Whether whether it's a bodybuilder, or a coach, or athlete, whoever it is, because you might, they might answer back. We live in a, in a world where people can respond right back to you. I've personally yeah. messaged Brett Contreras and try to pick his brain. I've messaged other people, just try to learn from them. Um, you want to learn from these people
0: because you eventually,
2: the goal is to get to where
0: they You're are. You're
3: going to be that person. Yeah.
2: That's and a great so that, point
0: because nobody knows everything and yeah. if you don't want to help people get to their best potential like you, you can't do. service every single client out there so if you can help somebody else that maybe can help clients that you can't reach why wouldn't you Yep
3: I think too just reminding or rem, excuse me remembering that no question is a bad question like yeah. that was one of the hardest things like people are like you're brand new to this how is this so easy it's because I ask so many questions Ian will be in the middle of something. And I'm like, wait, pause. Why did we do that? Why are we doing this? And then, you know, people are just like looking at me like, you asked about, but that's why. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't ask, you don't know. You can't Mm -hmm. just assume with these things. There's so many, so many things you can know and learn that you have to. Yeah.
2: Yeah, The moment you, the moment you think you know everything you're losing. Yeah. yeah, You, You have to always be, you have to always learn watch
0: that's dan's jam always be learning
1: always always that's right
0: i will
2: crush books i will watch youtube i watch youtube more than anything else right now and and like granted not all the information on there is accurate but i'm gonna watch it and just make a an informed decision on my own (laughs) that's not something i would do but okay or i'll take something from someone else and be like okay
3: Remind you, he watches YouTube on the highest volume that his phone <laughs> can possibly go at in Boundaries. This morning. Yep. My boundaries. boundaries. Get out of this. So room I
2: just right go to now. the guest. I just go to the guest room now because <laughs> I wake up at 3:30, 4 a.m. every morning.
0: Like I just, love you, but I hate you. And I'm just right ready. <laughs>
2: She's like, can you turn your phone off, please? It's
3: like two things. Turn down your brightness, turn down your volume, put on some earphones, but I know you want to learn, but go learn over there. <laughs> well,
1: go learn know, by yourself. As, as athletes and being engaged, here's some advice from an old timer uh, who, who has done some athletic stuff. I love the guest room. Always have it ready yep. to sleep in. Yep. Um, I would be training <laughs> late at night, <laughs> training early in the morning. Uh-huh. Charlie horses all night from training too much, and I insomnia from overtraining. That yeah. is
2: literally me.
3: This guy yeah. has back issues for the past nine months, and I'll roll over and I'll be like, "Where'd he go?" And I'm in the guest room, room on
1: the really so, firm bed. I'm like, "I can't, He's I can't sleep like, on the uh... soft <laughs> bed." So, there you go. Secret to a, a long-lasting, successful marriage: what oh, compromise, help, help each other, <laughs> communication. Yeah, no, man. It's an extra bed.
2: The moment your back hurts, get up and go sleep somewhere We live two different times.
0: That's how it works. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Nice. Well, how can our listeners get a hold of you guys or follow your InstaBooty journey?
3: Uh, I would say the easiest way is Instagram. Our personal pages, we interact the most on. Uh, The InstaBooty page, we're always available. And of course, the InstaBooty online or private page, if anyone wants to join us um, and follow along, you can go there it is a private page, mm-hmm. so it doesn't get as much as our personal pages, but you can't go wrong. We have our phones in our hands. All the time. All the time, except boundaries. After boundaries. 7, 7. <laughs> 7 p.m. to 4, we'll be a lot slower answering mm-hmm. things, but that's wow. really the easiest way. I mean, email, you could call us, you could text us if you know oh, us. Oh, share,
2: share your username so right. they can find you.
3: Oh, is it the easy, it's really easy. Just our names, Brittany mm-hmm. underscore Lee. Um, nice. And then of course,
2: yeah, mine is ian.simon55.
3: And then you can find us too from our InstaBooty page. We're all over there. So nice. easiest way, Instagram Can't is a beautiful Instagram. thing.
0: That's awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. This is great. Thank you Thank for you. having Thank us. Thank you for having us. My Absolutely. very
3: first podcast. Thank you, guys. Yeah. You.
0: Dan, any last words? Well, one of these days
1: I need to open my Instagram. So that's what I'm <laughs> getting out of this.
0: We'll shoot you a follow. We'll be friends. We'll, we'll help <laughs> you, Dan. I'll send you a video tutorial of how to open your <laughs> <laughs> Sweet old guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on, <maybe>. Facebook, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. And as always, make good choices. We'll be talking to you next time. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye.